All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So, for today's topic, I just want to talk about being thankful for 2021, right? And sure, you know, we've gone through a lot this year, a lot, lot, right? You're dealing with COVID. You're dealing with your own personal stuff. You've got family drama, work drama, you know, or just the changes that come at you that you didn't ask for. I mean, we got probably groups of people dealing with tornadoes that never thought they would see them. Or I remember uh, maybe it was about this time last year when Texas had snow and their whole power grid had shut down. That was either December or January. I can't remember. I knew people that were just fine. I knew people that you know, we're without power. So for me, being thankful for 2021 is really all about looking for the diamond after the coal, right? And, you know, those New Year's resolutions, to me, I want to wait on that because I want to look in retrospect at what I got, what I built, And what I started, right, what I put on the stove and started cooking pre-2022, right? Because it doesn't happen in 2022 unless you had the idea or the mind for it in 2021, right? This is what I'm saying. I feel like if if you want to make it easy, you can split it in two ways. You know, there's the people that, need to change, but they won't listen to who's around them. They won't listen to the, the the critique. They won't listen to the rebuke. They won't listen to um, the, the red ink on the paper that says F. <laughs> you know, there's those people that won't listen to what's around them. Then there's those people that just won't. Mm, they just won't go get the motivation that they need to get to the next level. They 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 look great or they've got money or they're very intelligent or they've got the potential. But somewhere there's that missing link that it just doesn't happen. So if you're either one of those people, you look forward and you look out at 2022 and you're like, that's it. Over there, that's where it's going to be. Over there, that's where it is. Over there, that's where I'm going to look good. That's where I'm going to make the money. That's where I'm going to be better for my kids. That's where I'm going to be better for my wife or better for my husband. Or I'm going to be better for myself, right? You look over at 2022, and it's actually already in 2021, right? So that's why for me, I have to be thankful for 2021 because of a conversation I have with a really good friend of mine. And I'm going to get to the agenda. I want to talk about surviving COVID. I want to talk about birthdays. I want to talk about being a national champ. I want to talk about coaching drama. I want to talk about work changes, life changes, all that stuff that you and I share together. We went through a lot of this together. But I had a conversation with a friend of mine that went a little bit something like this. Um... You know, and just going through a recent hardship, um, this friend of mine was asked a question, you know, well, 
not question. I'm sorry. They were they were told, you know, God's gonna work this out, and 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 if you just keep doing this and keep doing that, God's gonna take care of you. God's this and God's that and this that and the other. And I had to stop. And I was like, hold on, hold on a second. I was like, hold on. The New Testament slash Old Testament Bible that we hold and we read now is a combination of, of stories that build faith, build strength, build character, while also reminding you, um, you know, where to be humble, right? All of these stories, all of these names, all these people are helping you to develop as a person, not just externally, but internally, right? There's kings and demons and and chariots of fire and floods and and dragons and uh, 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 you know takeovers and demon possessions and people walking on water and you know people being burned in a furnace but not being burnt. There's all these things in that Bible that's over two thousand years old, right? So here's what I'm saying. I asked him this question. What if God did everything he needed to do for you or she did everything she needed to do for you 20 years ago? And all you had to do was look around for all the fruits and vegetables and spoils of war for you. What if everything that you were praying up for was literally laying at your feet the second you woke up in the morning, right? I'm talking about being thankful in 2021, right? It's okay to thank people immediately for something, even if you don't know what it is, right? So you open it up Christmas presents to Wayne from so-and-so. Oh, thank you. Thanks for this. It's okay to thank people in advance, even if you don't know what the present is, because you're going to wake up one day and what if you had so many presents and you couldn't discern who had given them to you or, you know, who had dropped them off or where they had came from? Well, each day, <laughs> as, as uh, I had a friend that teach, at, uh, teaches elementary school, he teaches kindergarten. And he says, what did he say? The present, the present is a gift and something is a mystery, whatever. It's something a little cute. The present is a gift and yesterday or today is a mystery and together we'll write history. Something like that. Something real cute that they would say for the kids. But it's, it's here, right? It's here. Everything that you're praying to God for is in your reality right now, like right now. And that's where you kind of have to be careful with your prayers. How did you pray for it to come to you? Because the more specific you pray for it, the more specific you have to look for it, right? It Like there, you tell a four-year-old, I want candy, they're going to go grab it from underneath the couch where it's got lint and dog hair, cat hair still stuck to it. They'll hand you a piece of peppermint. Here you go, daddy. They'll hand you that. 
you ask a grown man for some candy, that could be about four or five different things. <laughs> Is it drugs? It could be something in Las Vegas. It could be something involving nudity. Or it could be really like candy. Something like peanut M&Ms or whatever. Like, oh, what do you want? Some people really take you at your word. It really depends on who you're asking, right? Which is why I'm saying, what if God answered all your prayers 20 years in advance? You just had to have the right mind, the right heart, and the right intent to get it. Isn't that an amazing concept? Go back to Genesis if you don't believe me. We were created in God's image. True or false? <laughs> and this, how do I say this? This might be maybe one of the scariest things about us as people. When we're asking for something, we're asking from our mind, we're asking from our heart, and we're asking from our soul. We actually are, right? Because these things make us who, who we are. And your mind, your heart, your soul, it's not going to be the same throughout your whole life. So asking for like asking for happiness at 18 is not the same happiness at 81, right? 18, 81, and 40, it's not the same happiness. <laughs> like really think about that, okay? But you're going to receive based on who you are and what you're asking, right? And that's why, I, for me, I had to sit back and just be thankful. I'm like, you know what? Let's not even go into 2022 until I'm just thankful for what I have and, and thankful for what I've got. Because a lot of things that I wanted to reach forward and get came to me already. And I'm super, 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 super thankful for that. So, I'm 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 just with my wife, right? And we're just having a good time. You know, this was months ago. Just having a good time. We're out to eat. I started to notice I couldn't taste like too well, right? I couldn't taste too well. So I'm like, I'm like, ah, this food really doesn't taste good. I'm like, ah, whatever. I'll fake it. We're having a nice dinner. We're having a nice night. Let me just treat my lady. Let's treat her good, feel good, be good, all of that. So as we get further into the meal, I notice uh, yeah, food is horrible. <laughs> and then later that night, I want a little snack. And I'm like, God, man, this food tastes horrible. Well, fast forward, I got COVID. And I started to notice the only symptom I really had, other than I think I'd had like a cold my daughter comes home with a cold and flu from daycare all the time, you know, at this time of year. So I'm like, what? And so I'm like trying to figure it out. I'm kind of panicking. I'm like, how am I tasting my smell? When is it coming back? So like, <laughs> I'm like freaking out, going to get tested. You know, you, you, you just want to, you know, be smart, quarantine yourself from everybody and we're doing all the burnt orange. I'm trying to smell everything. You know, I'm like, God, like, you know, just really feeling miserable for myself. My wife is like, you don't smell that? 
And it's like any poop, dog poop, cat poop, any poop, nothing. I can't smell anything. Then after about three days, boy, I started to finally smell sweet things, right? And then I, it was like, first it was like perfume, like the boy, thank you, Victoria's Secret. It was like perfume, then um, like strong odor uh, drinks, like things with like orange or, you know, um, I was trying to hydrate and just take care of myself because it's like, man, would it have been <laughs> much worse if I got the vaccine? Because I got the vaccine to protect all the kids that I was around as a coach, right? You know, you, you want to protect these kids. And that was like my biggest worry is I was like, eh, I may be strong enough to fight all this stuff off, but I don't want to asymptomatically pass this on to the kids that I'm coaching. So I got the shot. Well, you know, this is months later. Now I'm finally getting COVID. And the only way I knew was I lost my taste and smell. So, you know, for me, I was really, really on the fence. Like, I don't want any needles. I don't want any shots. I don't want to, you know, I don't want a flu shot. I don't want it. I don't want any shots. Right. So I'm like, ah, it's not for me. I'm just I'll just stay at home and isolate. Right. <laughs> well, then I got it. And so, you know, after that cold came, you know, the loss of my taste and smell for about a week. And yeah, I was flipping out. I was panicking, you know, still pretty nice outside. So I could go outside. I got sun. I tried to hydrate. I tried to do everything I could to beat it and, and get through it. And, you know, then I was fine. Um, but I know for the country, especially now, because this was months ago, um, especially now, um, you know, we're back. You know, I think we're doing mass mandates and people are just now starting to get their boosters and all that. And it, it is hard because, like, I'm a person, I never get shots. I never get any of that stuff. But I really struggle in the wintertime with, like, colds and flus, as you can kind of hear the sniffles now. Um, my daughter's in daycare, <laughs> you know. And if you've got kids in daycare, like, th that was the thing that made me laugh when they were talking about kids wearing masks and all that. They're like, there's going to be snot. Uh, slime, uh, Play-Doh. <laughs> it's going to be everything a kid could touch in those masks. And then they're going to take them off and start laughing. And some kids will probably pee in them. You know, some kids will probably lock them in their lockers. You know, you just never know what will happen. So I kind of had to laugh at that because it's like people say, if you want to, if you want God to laugh, show him your plans. It's like same thing with kids. <laughs> so, yeah, just I mean, being a covid survivor, um, that's a badge that I proudly wear um, because this uh, this year. Uh, you know, 2021, we had to say goodbye to people, right? You know, it's it's one thing when we're here laughing and joking and talking one day. It's another when you can't see that person anymore or when someone has passed away, when someone's died. That's what makes it hard. I don't wish any ill will on anybody. You know, COVID is is hurting people. COVID is real. And whatever part of people it's attacking, it is attacking them. And that's just my thing. It's like, hey, do whatever you want. Don't get the shot. Get the shot. 
mask up, don't mask up, whatever you're going to do, do whatever you got to do. Just stay out of the hospital, please. Right. That's my one wish. Whatever you're doing, be healthy enough to not go to the hospital, please. Like you all, this is this is hard. Right. And it's like just people just dying. Like it's like, uh, what? It's like none of <laughs> it's like special in a family where it's like, you know, a bunch of men where it's like, wow, all these men, all these generations have has went on and lived great, strong lives, except for this one that died of COVID. There's really no way I can really argue with that. I'm not a scientist. I don't know what COVID is. I don't know how it attacks the system. I don't know how the system fights it. I don't understand the immune system. I I don't know any of that. You know, I'm going to play dumb. I'm going to play dumb. I'm going to also say that I do not want all the shots and all that stuff. I just something about it. I'm just not comfortable with it. But when it's time for that insurance to kick in, you want your insurance to kick in. So bottom line, you already know I got it. (laughs) But yeah, I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful to be a COVID survivor. I'm thankful that I'm, you know, here to talk about it. Because the people that aren't, it's hard, y'all. It's sad. You know, so please be safe out there. You know, please be good to yourselves. Please eat, rest, get sun. I mean, God, we're in the Midwest. If you have the opportunity to go out and get sun and just sunbathe, moonbathe, all that, like, please. My God, what are you doing? Have some fun in life. Enjoy yourself. You can go out in your patio and just get that warm sun. Please do it. Oh, the sun came out. Ooh, thank you. Thank you. So, another year of wisdom, another year of love, another year of wealth, another year of increases. Um, You know, by the time my birthday came, uh, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, wow, I'm older, not younger. And I'm the same age my parents were, I think, when I was about like 10. (laughs) Right? So either 10 or 12, I can't remember, you know, and so I have my little one, you know, I got my little one and uh, it's, it's crazy. You all like I had to, I had to go through it, you know, just, just the learning aspect and perspective on things um, is where I got challenged. You know, when you're so used to, I'll put it this way. I think for a lot of people, they understand that there's winners and losers in life. Well, if you've been on the losing side too long, you tend to take that perspective um, too easily. Right. And anybody that you feel has been a victim on that losing side, you side with them, you stand up for them, you push for them, you advocate for them not realizing all of the details in their life that were wrong. It's okay to just say wrong is wrong, right? Now, here's the hard part. And and I get in these conversations with a lot of my good friends all the time. Um, We talk about the the victim mentality in the black community. You're like, Wayne, you think about all this on your birthday? (laughs) Like, I'm kind of 
a deep dude sometimes. I'm sorry. Um, but when you get into the victim mindset, the victim mentality, the thing that was actually kind of weird and kind of sad to watch um, was January 6th of last year. Because wanting to be heard and feeling like the victim is not something that goes away. And seeing it happen so much in the black community, I was watching TV and I'm like, uh-oh. I'm like, y'all don't want this. You do not want this. And if you go back, it was, I think, right around the time of Martin Luther King, it was when the Republican Party switched over. Um, it, it, like, they wanted less government involvement in their lives. And with, you know, segregation coming down, and Linda B. Johnson and all those changes around that time, that is when the Republican Party kind of pulled back together to be the more conservative party. So at that time, for a lot of black people, they're going to say that's when we became Democrat, which would probably be true when there was finally a, a wash, right? A, a push for us. Doesn't mean you had to stay there. But it's a great sentiment, a very sentimental time. Now, here's the deal. If you're looking at the victim mindset versus the or you know loser's mindset versus the winner's mindset. You don't want to align with that too much. And that's why, like for me. Understanding different people's perspectives became very valuable and very key because you might be talking to a person that's a winner, right? You might be talking to a person that's a winner, but this whole time they've had a losing mentality. You just didn't know it because they won't show you or they won't tell you because they have a lot of money, because they're very talented, because they're very this or very that. They just won't show it. Right. It's a hard thing to grasp. Are you feeding the winning mentality or the losing mentality? So like when I saw uh, on January 6th, like when I saw them out there, I'm like, you know what? You should be patriotic. You should fight for your freedoms. You, you, you should want less government involvement in your lives. You should want this and that and the other. But I'm like, once you. Bite that forbidden fruit, though. It stays for a long time. And those of you that know better know what I'm saying. Once you bite from that fruit, you can't really go back. You can't be the victim and the winner. You have to pick a side. I hate to say it that way, but you do have to pick a side. No athlete, and I'll, I'll go with athlete. It is entertainment. No athlete wakes up in the morning to shoot 400 free throws or run a half an hour of cardio, or get up if you're Tom Brady and throw, I don't know, 100 catches, you don't get up thinking, I lost yesterday. I'm a loser. I'm so disgraceful. I'm such a disappointment. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You don't run yourself down continuously with the hopes of, well, if I just, if I beat on myself enough, I'll beat myself into winning. It doesn't happen like that. They used to do that in little cheesy 80s movies where 
<sighs> losing. I'm losing. I gotta fight. I gotta get strong. Turn up the music. Do 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 do. No more loser. No more loser. No more loser. No more loser. He'll fight. 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 And it's like, oh yeah. Let's make myself feel bad. Let's beat on myself until I beat the winnings out of me. It doesn't work like that. You just beat yourself and now your system's beat down and tired. It, it, it doesn't happen like that. So for me, I'm thankful for another year of wisdom where I, I finally started to understand why it is so marketable and why it is so valuable when companies find um, these these high thinking, high functioning athletes that they can bring into their company, spokespersons to market and sell specific things, and and images to be a beacon of what they choose to be, not necessarily what they were or what they are. You don't make a beacon to show how broke you are. You make a beacon to pull in money, right? Look at any classic rapper, any classic story that they have, the image that they project with their name, 50 Cent, Jay-Z, uh, um, Wu-Tang Clan, like the name is an image. The name is a projection. The name is a stage presence, right? Because like Calvin Brodus or Sean Carter or, um, uh, God, what was it? What's the gentleman's name? O'Shea. <laughs> like all these rappers have just regular names. They're just like superheroes. You know, it's like Spider-Man's real name is Peter Parker. Iron's, Iron Man's name is, you know, Tony Stark. And Black Lightning, you know. It's like all these guys have like real names. You know, it's like the, the, the actor, his name is Cress Williams. <laughs> it's like you, you go behind the scenes and they're... You know, Pierce. <laughs> so I'm thankful for another year of wisdom. I'm thankful for another year of growth. Um, it doesn't just happen randomly. Like it it does happen um, with strategy. Right. It does happen with strategy. It does happen with fire. It does happen with, you know, sometimes pain. Um, but it was another year of wisdom. It was another year of love. I'm so thankful and happy to have my friends and family around me for my birthday. Um, sip a little whiskey. <laughs> um, um, find ways to earn more money and find ways to do all of it better and receive those blessings and those increases exactly where they needed to go. Like, I'm so thankful for that. Right. And it's like, in many ways, I feel like we are now, for the ancestors known and unknown, receiving what they didn't get, right? It's like, I gladly receive all the things that in a good way, a blessing way, that they hungered for and thirsted for and wanted so bad. I gladly wear that jewelry, right? I gladly wear that suit. And it's it actually... A funny thing, um, I remember, uh, you know, just being at my grandfather's funeral, you know, I, I, I told him just there, I was right over there, I was like, I'm going to do better. 
I told him I'm going to do better. And I just got, got hit with this like weird feeling that like <laughs> I was upstairs one day just looking at myself in the mirror. I was like, do you see how you look right now? You know, you can do better, right? Trim your hair. Clean this up. Let's clean your image up. Let's sharpen this, sharpen this line, clean up, shave a little beard. You know, you know, I, I was like, wow, I did tell him I would do better. And I plan on it. I said it in front of his face in Chicago. I know he heard me and I know he's going to hold me to that. I'm going to do better. So, uh, you know, another year of wisdom, another year of love, another year of wealth and, and increases, right? Increase all the good things. But hey, you know, it's not a bad year when you walk away as the age division for 40 to 44 national champion in the 110 high hurdles. And you all, I'm, like I said, I'm not younger, I'm older. And so when I show these boys hurdle drills as a coach or anything, I've got a, you know, I got my Tommy Copper. <laughs> I've, I gotta have, I gotta be warmed up. I got an ice bath and, and, you know, I gotta take care of me, right? I have a very specific regimen and 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 flow on what I do to be great. When I break from that, I will not be great. Right? And I learned that this year. It's it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to tell your wife you're hurt. She's gonna see it anyway. It's okay to tell your wife that you've got a problem. It's okay to need people, need people's help, especially professional people. You know, going to the chiropractor. Going to the masseuse, um, going to the dentist. Thank you. Like, take care of you, right? Be in front of that, right? Don't put the cart before the horse. Be the horse that drives the fitness, drives the health, drives the good uh, uh, vertebrae and spinal alignment. You know, just do that stuff. Take care of you because I guarantee what's going to happen in another 20 years 30 years, they're going to pull your teeth. They're going to have somebody pushing on your back or giving you high doses of medication because your nerves and all that is out of whack. And then when it comes to a masseuse, you're so broken and beat up, nobody can touch you. That doesn't even feel good anymore. You're just too sore, too tender, right? Make sure that, that your number one employee, you, hits the gym takes care of fitness, takes care of your teeth, your health, your skin, drink your water, be hydrated. Just take care of yourself. Like for me, being a national champion, I highly credit Tachyon Athletic. I highly credit my boy, Steve, uh, you know, for, for giving me the coaching and the workouts and, and the structure that I needed because we don't have it all. I love, love, love hurdle technique, but designing a workout plan, a whole year workout plan, that's something I just don't do. I can do a really good uh, uh, um, hurdle day. I can get that for you any day. Hurdle-wise, great. When it comes to building on those foundational things that you need from your athletes, that's my man. I mean, he's coaching athletes worldwide. Mexico, Sweden, Denmark, all over the country, right? So big ups to him. Thanks to him. Um, and yeah, that coaching drama, y'all, I started out this year with just too many kids. 
And the hard part about track and field is it is going to funnel down into, you know, the top 12 runners, you know, or sorry, the, the top three runners um, in each district going to state. And yeah, I had to funnel that down, um, which, you know, later led me to some amazing young gentlemen. I mean, these boys, they were leading the state. They finished in the top eight. And, and from my first year, I credit that that blessing and that greatness to a great partnership. I had to do something great. They had to do something great. And we, we put that, poured that together and made an amazing mix. So aside from that, I can, I can only tout my feather and tout my cap at the diversity changes at my job, um, you know, the black inclusion and all the amazing things. And, you know, that's just such a beautiful thing. But, hey, I love you all. Hope you love me back. Please love, like, and share these messages. I'll see you soon.